Check my statistics If we talking about go, You gotta give me a mention This is rational hour If we being realistic This is rational They said I couldn't do it But I did it work Ethic like mom But you know that boy is a problem Tell me when to get him Then I got him This is rational hour I'm just keeping it a honey This is rational hour Everything you doing I done done it Welcome to the Rational Hour, Ryan, where we talk sports. I have a very special guest in the building, Mr. Kevin Klein. How you doing, sir? I'm good, Ryan. The first half of baseball is almost in the books. It's been quite the season thus far. I'm doing good, though. Yeah, thank you for coming on the Rational Hour. I'm one of the baseball correspondents that's one of the best in the game, Mr. Kevin Klein from the Incline. Uh, just one of the bright young minds covering baseball out there. Kevin, it's, like you said, this is it, the halfway point, the All-Star game next Tuesday on the 13th. Uh, what were your overall impressions of the selections this year? Uh, do you think the, they got it right, the fans and the, and the, the team, the managers? Or did the guys, some guys get kind of snubbed that you felt were deserving? You know, for the most part, I felt like they got it right. There were a few question, question marks in terms of the starters. Um, Nolan Arenado, he's having a great season. I don't know if he would be my pick for the National League to start at third base, but I'm glad to see Otani. Otani is representing, so that should be really exciting. Snub-wise, Walker Buehler stood out to me. He was one of the best starting pitchers for the National League, and Max Scherzer. Uh, I know the Rockies had to have a representative, but Herman Marquez is definitely not outperforming both Scherzer and Bueller. And then Justin Turner, not to sound like a Dodgers biased, but he's having a fantastic season at third base. Didn't make it. Maybe he'll get in as an injury replacement. But those are some of the guys on the National League side that stood out to me as snubs. Yeah, I think you got it. Uh, a lot of those guys are deservingly uh I, in American League, it was a lot. So many guys. It's hard. You mentioned Otani, but at third, um, you know, at third base, there's so many guys. Devers is having an incredible year, so he was well deserving. I think Johan Moncada, the White Sox, have a really good year. Um, at catcher, that was one I was really looking at, and you know, Mike Zeno with Tampa was having a monster. Uh, you know, last couple of months really started off a little slow. Um, I think Grandall, he's hurt now, but I thought he should have gotten in. He's pretty much the walk king. I mean, he's like 24% walks every at bat. Yeah. Incredible. Um, old man at first in Houston, uh, Yuri Gurel. Uh, he's 36, but this, he just rakes, man. He's like 320, I believe. One of the like, top three and, and the lowest strikeout percentage of any player in, in American League. So uh, I think Father Time is, is not caught up to him. He's still playing really good baseball. Um, Whit Merrifield, I think, is another guy. Uh, he, I believe he's still leading the league in stolen bases. He's above average player. I think he's having a good year at second base. Uh, J.P. Crawford, another one I think is having a phenomenal year in Seattle. D.H. is the hardest one because, there's you know, you got Martinez and, uh, you know, like we said, at Otani. But Jardon um, Alvarez in Houston, I think, is a, just a monster. 
And uh, I think he is definitely should be an all-star. I think he's one of the best young players in the game. Best offense with Houston also. What do you think yeah. about uh, Alvarez? I mean, didn't really get to see much of him in 2020. You know, there were some question marks how good he actually would be given the whole Astros cheating scandal. But that guy just rakes. Uh, I'm actually surprised he's not on the all-star team. He seems like he's one of the best power hitters in the game right now. And I know he torments both sides of lefties and righties. And he's, I think he's 23. So he's going to be dominating the league for a long time, it seems. So the Astros definitely picked up a gem when they acquired him in exchange for Josh Fields in that Dodgers deal. Yeah, I thought he, I mean, nothing's wrong. I mean, they picked Nelson Cruz. Did you, he's having a good year, but I didn't think it was better than, what Alvarez is doing. Um, Nelson Cruz is, is a true veteran, just been uh, in, you know, around the league for a very long time. I just thought Alvarez was having a better year. Yeah, I agree. Um, as far as uh, the American League, uh, the replacements, you know, Trout is out. Um, there's a lot of guys that are kind of getting scratched out. They said um, Carrera might not play um, protocol. Oh, yeah. And I think Altuve is something with the uh, is it his, his hamstring? I think Altuve uh, might be out, right? Did you do anything without um, Altuve? Yeah, Altuve is sitting out most likely. He just wants to rest. And then Correa was oh. placed on the IL due to COVID-related issues today. And so now he'll be out. But he also said he was going to skip it regardless too because he has a, a pregnant wife. And right. he also said his ambitions are to just have a great second half and postseason run too yeah yeah i heard his wife was pregnant she just had a baby i think in the beginning of the year so he wanted to kind of be there with her which is great um what do you think of some of the young guys that that first timers and young guys in the league like uh um cedric uh, mullins and in, in baltimore i think he's a, a great young player in the league uh Garcia in Texas, I think, is having a good year. Along with you know, Gallo, two Rangers, uh, it's an all-star game. Uh, Jared Walsh with the Angels, uh, having a monster year. Uh, Bo Bichette, you know, budding star. Mike uh, Zeno, a catcher we mentioned earlier. Um, anybody uh, stand out to you as far as the, the up-and-coming all-stars, the first-time starters, that it could be a, a something special for the future? That jumps off the page. He has to be Vladimir Guerrero Jr. We 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 had a we had some people you know kind of write him off a little early in his career, and I think people just were being impatient and didn't realize he was coming up at such a young age. But he's really blossomed, and now and now what is like really his first full season in the big leads. He was leading MLB in home runs until Otani passed him. Uh, if he keeps it up, he looks like he's on a track to be a Hall of Famer. Obviously, he has a long way to go, but that's a player that I'm really excited to continue to watch moving forward. And then I think this is also his first year too, unless I'm mistaken, Fernando Tatis Jr., who's just been tearing oh. up the National League. Oh, he, he has no All-Star game last year, right? Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. Yeah, that dude is the man. Leading the National League in home runs, RBI, slugging, stolen bases, and OPS. And heirs, I think. But regardless, he is living up to the hype. And another guy, the juniors, they're just really dominating this season. 
Yeah, it's so cool, man, uh, Kevin, man, just seeing the pictures with, you know, Vlad and, the, and then Vlad Jr. from back in the day when uh, Vlad was with uh, the Angels and seeing little Vlad hanging around the park with them, just emulating his dad. It, it's so cool, man, just seeing that and, and you know, um, just the, the, the lineage that he comes from and him holding it up, man. A lot of times, you know, when you have a, a professional dad, uh, you know, the Tatis also, you know, his dad was a great one with the with the Cardinals. I mean, he was, he was a you know, superstar, but he was a good player. And, uh, you know, it, it's good to see, you know, when you see that happen, uh, you know, with Junior uh, back in the day with his dad. And it, it just happens every now and then where you see those kids that blossom. doesn't always happen. You know, uh, Tony Gwynn wasn't the greatest. His dad was phenomenal. But, right. uh, yeah, it's good. It's good to see, man. Uh, what do you what do you make of uh, the two angels? Uh, first, the, the unicorn himself, man, just a year that Otani is having. I, I'm just so amazed with this guy, Kevin, and what he's doing and just rewriting the just the record book in so many ways. Uh, can he keep this up, man? Is this is this just a unicorn or what? He's definitely a unicorn and he's. He's easily the MVP of not just the American League, but all of Major League Baseball right now. He's on pace for 61 home runs as well. He broke the Angels' first half record in their franchise for home runs with the 32. 700 slugging, which is just out of this world, given that they deadened the baseball as well. You know, we kind of, he had a down 2020, looked phenomenal during spring training, has carried it over into the 2021 season the angels are now back in the wild card hunt they're two games above 500 as we're recording at this moment if they can just get some pitching they definitely have the offense to put some runs on the board and you mentioned walsh who's also having a phenomenal season another deserving all-star so happy he got the recognition we saw him also take a step forward during the spring and it's definitely carried over you know, they had to make the deci- decision to let go of Pujols, and it's paying off given that they have Walsh at first and Otani as their DH. Yeah. Uh, you know, earlier in our spring training show, you 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 mentioned that, and, uh, you know, back when the season opened and we recorded, and you said, if you, your pick was the Angels, and you said, if Otani can be Otani and stay healthy, the Angels can go far. I mean, you were on record as saying that, and, uh, we did talk about Walsh and what he could be if they can work out that whole situation at first. And everything seems to be coming to fruition with the Angels if they can um, somehow uh, acquire uh, before the trade deadline at the end of the month another uh, arm in the bullpen or, yeah. uh, you know, an ace of some sort of help that can right. be what Dylan Bundy was supposed to be. And it's remarkable, too, because they haven't had Mike Trout for at least six weeks, I want to say. And they haven't missed a step. If anything, they've seem to have clicked more as a team and so when Mike Trout does return I would be scared of this Angels team but just to reiterate they got to get some pitching because that's really what's holding them back yeah and Otani's done a great job pitching I mean just he's carried them on both sides you know offense and defense and uh, um, they need another you know Heaney is not getting it done Um, you know Dylan Bundy is not what he was supposed to be so at all so um, yeah, let's go over to the National League, uh, Kevin. Now, uh, you mentioned, uh, what do you think of Kershaw uh, not making it? Were you surprised? You know, the, there's just so many good pitchers in the league this season that I wasn't surprised. Like I just said a few minutes ago, I thought if any Dodger starting pitcher was going to represent, it was going to be Walker Bueller. 
But I guess ultimately it doesn't matter with Kershaw now since he's been placed on the IL. Luckily, it's just mild inflammation. And Robert said today that they expect him to be back soon after the All-Star break. So we're good there. But yeah, Kershaw still having a great season despite the amount of mileage on his arm. Still one of the best pitchers in the game. Absolutely. He's pitching really, really well. Um, and then Dodgers, I was glad to see Chris Taylor get in. I thought he was, you know, this whole, uh, since uh, Seager went down, he's really stepped up, you know, and I, I've really been admired the way he, he plays. And he's he's a deserving all-star. Um, it's a lot of pitchers, like you mentioned. I mean, just uh, German uh, Marquez in Colorado, I think he just finished a no-hitter. He's playing well. Zach Wheeler's been really consistent, even though Aaron, everyone thought it would be, uh, I thought Aaron Dola would be better. Zach Wheeler has really been their true ace. Yeah. Uh, Woodruff in uh, Milwaukee uh, has been steady. Um, and of course, uh, our man up north in California, Kevin uh, Gosman in, in San Francisco, having a phenomenal year, even though he got roughed up by the Dodgers. Uh, and and uh, you, Darvis, he just got tattooed, man, just the other day. I was surprised, but. He's always been great in his career, deserving all-star. Uh, Carbon, Bur- uh, Carbon Burns uh, in Milwaukee also. One guy surprised me was Trevor Rogers. Did you, do you think he's a deserving all-star? In, you in know, the, Marlin, the Marlins aren't the most exciting team, but Rogers has been one of the best lefties in the game this season. Okay. And I th- think he's the Marlins' only all-star as well. So I guess given the rules that you have to have one representation per team, he is the most deserving of all the Marlins at the moment. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, the, the game should be exciting. Uh, you know, one of the, the things that the, the winner of the All-Star game gets home um, field advantage in the World Series, is, is that correct? No, they got rid of that rule three or four seasons ago now, and I'm very glad because an exhibition game should not determine who gets home field advantage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, that's uh, that's uh, was a lot of people that you know were kind of scratching their head at that. They they try to bring some sort of competitiveness to the All Star game. It's really nothing you can do. It's just a glorified scrimmage, like you mentioned. Uh, anything you suggest as far as you know hyping up the game or something to make it a little bit more competitive? I think they got to fix the fan voting system. I didn't really like that they had two rounds of it because there were some guys that won. The first round, like Max Muncie and Chris Bryan, I want to say. And then they had the second round, and then teams ganged up and were like, we don't want the Dodgers to start. And I'm talking about like Padres fans and other Dodgers haters out there. So like, vote for Freeman. And so Freddie Freeman won the first base nod over Muncie, despite Muncie leading Freeman in about every category. Yeah, it's it's tough with the All-Star game because it's – not everyone takes it serious. Yeah, uh, a lot of people love the the uh, the home run derby. You know, of course, this year there's a lot of good participants, uh, a lot of power. Um, the defending champ, I believe, is Pete Alonso, if I'm correct, right? I want to say you're. Right. I want to say you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So he he's back, and I know Trevor Story's representing the home. Uh, you know, it's in Colorado this year. Uh, Trey Mancini, uh, Salvador Perez from the Royals, Matt Olson with Oakland A's, uh, Juan Soto with the Nationals, uh, Joey Gallo with the Rangers. 
some good bats in there, man. Uh, who do you think walks away with it? Otani, uh, yeah, everyone wants to see. Uh, yeah, guys had 32 uh, rounders already, so uh, you you see him uh, put on the show uh, Tuesday. Yeah, I think Otani was the first to put his name in the hat, and he's yeah. the number one seed. Given just he leads the league in home runs, I think I'm just gonna go with the favorite and go Otani. Yeah, yeah, and he, he, you know, with Otani, he seems to be uh, embracing the whole thing. He's not, you know, getting uh, where he he's shying away from the spotlight. You know, he's he's taking it on, and he, he's he's really taking. Uh, um, like a hot streak of his last really t- ever since he got kind of rocked a little bit in Yankee Stadium. Seemed like I think that kind of got to him a little bit. And he wants to show, hey, I'm no fluke. One guy That's I'm him. looking at uh, that I think could be a surprise is uh, uh, Joey Gallo. And I think this guy has uh, untapped power. And uh, I think he's going to display some something that uh, I think people know about him. But I don't think they they realize how powerful this dude is. He had 40 home runs about two years ago. I think 2018 he had 42 home runs. So he a little uh, mm-hmm. not mistaken. And he just has a, a power man. He could get traded. He's one guy to watch um, for the trade deadline. There's a lot of rumors he could get moved. Um, Matt Olson's another interesting one. Salvador Perez has untapped power, and it just uh, Trey Mancini is is just country strong. Uh, now as far as the top teams. Kevin, right now, anybody standing out to you? The American League, we got Houston, uh, Red Sox, uh, we got the White Sox, Tampa Bay, and Oakland, kind of the top teams in my order. And nationally, I got the Dodgers, uh, Frisco, San Diego, Milwaukee, Cincinnati, and the Mets. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think of my top five in each each league? I have all the same teams minus the Reds. But, yeah, the the uh, American League, the Red Sox are my two. I put them just behind the Astros. But I am just surprised with this Red Sox team. They are legit. Uh, Rafael Devers has become a superstar at third base. He kind of reminds me of Adrian Beltre in a way, even though I think they bat different sides of the plate. But regardless, J.D. Martinez is having a resurgence. Xander Bogarts is a phenomenal hitting shortstop. Kike Hernandez has become a great leadoff hitter for them, and Verdugo, another consistent bat. We'll see if they can acquire some more consistent pitching at the deadline. I think that is their area of weakness. And if they can get Chris Sale back and be and him being like 75% of what he used to be, yeah. I would not sleep on that team come October. Uh, the White Sox I have at third, and Eloy Jimenez announced he feels 200%. So Yeah, where's that? He should be back early august they're projecting and they've been decimated by a lot of injuries so i think the white Sox they've been linked to eduardo escobar of the diamondbacks we'll see if they pick him up to maybe replace madrigal and then yeah tampa bay and oakland those are my next two i don't know how tampa bay is gonna fare with the whole tyler glass now ucl tear but they're Mm. still a really good team regardless and the ace they just always seem to find a way Right, I, that's one franchise that uh, they they uh, somehow can patch together just a good team every year. They field a contending team. I don't know how that was the money ball or what, but they they find the talent. Man, Montez uh, pitched an incredible game in Houston the other day, and every year they find these guys that uh, just get it done. They're just good baseball players, not real dominant players, but just all around good group of guys. 
Yeah. Uh, one team, uh, um, um, Tampa Bay. I I can't figure these guys out, man. They they have the talent. You mentioned uh, Glass now. He's one of their their good young pitchers. You know, they they let go um, one of their aces, and uh, they don't have any really. Rich Hill was started out really playing just incredible. Now he seems to be kind of waning and, and not really picking up the the heat. I and mean, he's up there in age. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, your ball, the same thing. So I, I just, I can't figure. They have a good bullpen. I like Fairbanks. I like Castillo. Um, uh, they have uh, some pretty good arms in the pen. And uh, they got an overall good batting. I love their, their, their hitting. Uh, Lowe, uh, Diaz, uh, we mentioned earlier, Zanino, a catcher. Um, so, and they got the young gun and uh, Franco uh, that yep. just got called up, who's a budding star. He can get going. Adam uh, Metals is just a uh, power. And uh, Randy uh, and Rosarina. Rosarina. Yeah, he's he's uh, if he can get consistent, you know, he can be something special. And the National League, I think Milwaukee's been hot. They won 10 straight. I think they're getting where their uh, yellow can start getting going. And the Reds, another team I used, I, I love this team, man. Nick uh, Castellinos, I believe it's pronounced, man. That dude is a stud. Man, he is a really good player. And then uh, San Diego, Slam Diego, whatever you want to call them, huh. they're just, they're just, uh, they're right there. The pesky little brother of the Dodgers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, I have the Padres at two actually. Okay, you like the Padres more than Frisco. I do. I think the Padres are getting hot. They're starting to, you know, just trail off a little bit. And when you look at the strength of schedules, the Analysts say that the Padres have an easier second half than the Giants. Yeah, okay, we'll see. West is so tough. Uh, it is. It's one of those teams. Uh, Colorado's even feisty, so we got to watch them. Well, thanks, Kevin, for, for coming on and just giving me the insight of the All-Star game and the top teams in the league and going over the, the landscape of the MLB. Um, please <clears throat> let our audience know um, where they can support and follow your work once again. Absolutely. You can follow me on Twitter at Klein25. It's spelled just like Calvin Klein. I'm a co-host for the Incline Dodgers podcast for all over social media. So if, you just, if you're a Dodger fan out there and want some Dodgers content, just look that up. And I also write for Dodgers Tailgate. So you can check that out as well. They're all over my social media feed. Mm-hmm.